Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo here is a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars A. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. Then start spilling. G&T. Podcast. Welcome back to another podcast review. Live podcast review. Spilling the G&T. This is Bolo. And um, I'm... The performance expert. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm gonna toot my horn. There you said it. I'm too humble. <laughs> I'm too humble. I'm too shy. I'm too humble. You're sick of hiding your light under a bushel. And Dr. Tom here is a psychiatrist to the stars, to the masses, to the world, <laughs> and to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our podcast. Thank you very much. See you later. <laughs> Bye. I'm looking at Report Drag Race season eight. We're having a good time. Uh-huh. Let's just get straight into it. We already know it's going to be the Snatch Game, but it's the Snatch Game of Love. Uh. And before we ever get into it, let's just talk about this. I I want to talk about Snatch Game in general. Yes. Um, And the Snatch Game of Love specifically. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. Go on. I don't particularly like the Snatch Game of Love format. Agreed. At all. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. We've said it before, and we'll say it again. I think. You maximise the fun with Snatch Game when you've got, I think, an average of eight queens bouncing off each other. Seven's okay, nine's okay, not too many outside of eight. But if you split them into two groups, you're minimising the opportunities to bounce off each other, have spontaneous interactions, like witty improv queens relish that opportunity and they're denied it. I can see the good in it, you know, when there's only four people there with a contestant with a person that they're playing with mm-hmm. okay then you get more time to shine I, I can understand that but there's something about that format that for me I don't get the laugh so I don't it does. It just doesn't feel as good yeah, maybe there's something constraining about the questions as well because the questions have to be like love based yeah, yeah. it's so specific yeah. as well the direction of your jokes and the direction of you know Snatch Game of Love is just uh, it doesn't. It kind of limits. It can limit what people, how people answer, or yeah. where they can take the topic. Agreed, if, agreed. If they're not as good, but I just don't particularly enjoy it. Now let's look at Snatch Game as a whole. Yeah, it, it is a staple. It is a staple. It is. What do you think? Is it time to retire the Snatch Game? No, no, no I don't think so. Sorry, I did say that very quickly, but I, I, yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't subscribe to the idea that it's time to retire snatch game i think because it's an improv based challenge there's there's kind of eternal possibilities really if they provide them with the right format okay what do you think i don't know i'm 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 <clears throat> i was sitting here thinking is there another way to display you know spontaneity and and, and improv and to showcase improv skills is there another way to do it or is the you know, the institution of the Snatch Game, just untouchable. It's good, and it really can showcase... I hear what you're saying. It's time to go you know, back to the Gaffin. The Gaffin? From All Stars 1. What, what happened there? All Stars 1 me? happened, you know, no, <laughs> despite no. you what ask, Latrice Royale says if you it ask happened. Latrice, Latrice, if you ask Latrice, we don't, talk, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that, We boo-boo. don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> boo-boo. That, 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 that doesn't count. <laughs> okay, that doesn't count, <laughs> according to Miss Thing. Yeah, they did a weird... Um, their replacement for the Snatch Game was like this thing where they popped out of... Oh my god, not that puppet type. I mean, they come through and they yeah. answer it. Yeah. What the heck was that? It was the Gaffin. 
Like <sighs> it was, it was amazing. No. And they, they had to make some lady laugh and they had to dance. It was weird. It was weird. It was a unique experience. I can understand the trauma that Latrice went through with AS1, All Stars <laughs> 1. Yes. And I, I do think that we shouldn't bring up her trauma. I think we need to stop talking about it, Tom. Absolutely. It's not making fun of it. All Stars 1, though, like one of the best All Stars casts ever. And that's what they did to them. <laughs> that's what they did to them. <laughs> and this is how they repay them. Yes. This is how they have decided yeah, to showcase yeah. their... Yeah, okay, cool. Well, we know what's a snatch game today. Mm-hmm. I do want to say thank you uh, to E-K-I-M, E-Kim002, of a lovely review, saying that we're oh. smart, funny, quick to post. I oh, mean... How lovely, how kind. Tick, tick, correct. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You've got great taste, yeah. E-Kim. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Let this be written, <laughs> and let this create the basis and the foundation of everyone else's reviews that will be coming soon. Template. Do you hear? This is the template. Yeah. If you want a template, please read the latest. It's from E-Kim002. Just copy, paste, and edit the words. <laughs> Sincerely, thank you, though. Use synonyms. Like, Right-hand-click synonym. You know, yeah. thesaurus.com is your friend. If you think other people should listen to the podcast, um, drop a review. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. And we do see your messages that you put up on the Spotify, Indigo, and, and Vcook. And I, I never know how to say this. The name. S-J-O-K-O-M-E-L-K. Like chocolate milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's our friend off of Instagram as well. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod. Long standing friend of the pod. Yeah. Shout out. Here we are. Snatch game. I love the snatch game. I never want to get rid of it. I think... I think it just depends on the cast, the chemistry, and the number of funny, witty improv queens in there. Mm. I have, um, I have a jo- question. I heard, heard recently. Sorry, okay, I don't have think... a question. Oh, no. Do you want to go first? This no, is our chemistry. My, my so. one is like completely off topic. I'm going off script, everyone. Oh, okay. We'll going put off a script. pin in it then. Yes, yes, yes. But I heard recently. Where did I hear it? I need to cite a source. But one of the queens. Wikipedia. Yes, Wikipedia. <laughs> Somebody who was present on the season 14 Snatch game. Oh, do you know where I got it from? It was that person who was on Reddit who claimed to be a fired WoW employee. But I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to say it anyway. This person <laughs> said that the season 14 Snatch Game actually wasn't that bad. And actually Bosco and Willow uh, made them all laugh a lot. Really? Which I can believe. Oh. Um, it remains to be seen if that person's tea is scalding hot, depending if their cast leak stuff is accurate. And this further just... Further reinforces what I believe to be true, mm. and that is that the RuPaul song, Blame It on the Edit, <laughs> is the most gaslighting, <laughs> it is the most gaslighting piece of music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ever. It really does gaslight them. Oh, okay, yeah, Blame yeah. It on the Edit. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a lot of things come out post-production, post the mm-hmm. episode, and that talks about things that were misleading, things that mm-hmm. really were taken out of context, and things that are actually deliberately edited out of sequence. Yep. And then she's like, oh, okay, blame it on... And then Blame It On The Edit came about. I'm like, that is <laughs> the most gaslighting thing you could ever do. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. Mm. That's RuPaul. I guess, the, you know, the thing we've always got to remember is um, it's a reality TV competition show. Yeah, It's for entertainment. Um, yeah, does always hurt my heart when the queens feel really hurt by their portrayal. Um, but it's the game, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And do you? What do you say to people who combat that and say they know what they're getting themselves into? 
they've yeah, seen the show, no, they hear yeah. what everyone says, and you know, it's not like you're just putting your name in a ballot. You know, as there is an extensive process to mm-hmm. get yourself onto the show, so there are many, many way opportunities for you to actually take yourself out of a situation of making it onto the show. What do you say about people who? Um, I just, I just don't think you can fully prepare yourself for this very, very specific environment. I think you can try and you can estimate. I, I just think, you know, remember from when we were speaking to Minnie, Minnie is an experienced... This is Minnie Cooper. Yeah, um, Minnie Cooper. Friend of the pod. Friend of the lovely, pod. Lovely, amazing Minnie. drag queen mm-hmm. in person. Um, she... Um, she is an experienced showbiz professional. It's not. It was not her first time on TV by any stretch of the imagination. And Absolutely. she said it was a unique experience okay. um, that just brought out certain. It was is uniquely stressful. That's how she described it, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, the those those editors have a lot a lot of power. Um, and I don't think anybody can fully prepare themselves if the way they feel they experience the show was portrayed very, very differently if there was a different narrative in mind. Absolutely. That kind of just brings me up into a current topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evie Oddly yes. um, has yeah. just kind of had a Twitter rant. I think is, is it deleted now or is it still up? Uh, it's on the internet forever. Just go on Reddit. You'll find it. Yeah, so Somebody's she, kept it for posterity. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. The second the Queen's put up something, there's always someone that just immediately screenshots. Oh, and totally. It's forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Evie's saying something along the lines of, can you please help me out on this one? It's mm-hmm. basically her saying that the producers are really just, they know what they're doing and the way that they're, um, what they're making them do and the trauma that they're putting people through. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, after each day while you're starving and you're stressed in the competition, mm-hmm. they just kind of like go home in their lovely cars, you know, and... And, she just and, and yeah. they don't really give two two shits about the cast. She described who made the show. Who yeah, are, who are part of what made the legacy. Evie has on numerous occasions expressed dissatisfaction with her experiences on the show. I I remember even after All Stars Seven when I guess what a lot of people saw was a, what we considered to be a fairly light-hearted season to be honest with a lot of celebration and not too much negative ed- editing and shenanigans but i remember evie being actually quite unimpressed with her edit she felt like she was portrayed not as like a talented artist but i think she said in inverted commas like a big dicked joke or something something like that I, I think that's what she said the the most recent thing i can't remember it verbatim but the main point i believe was that the producers in particular she described them as culture thieves yeah so i think she makes a really valid point about i guess the higher ups in wow and the production team rupaul aside none of them are drag queens they're more like tv professionals i guess um but they profit off this amazing cultural phenomenon i think her main point was that the at the end of the day the queens, the amazingly talented and wonderful queens on the show are not adequately compensated financially or treated with sufficient respect. That's where I got from it. That's her experience. And it's obviously incredibly valid, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, it's such a mixed bag, isn't it? That There are so many queens with different experiences. If you ask another queen, even somebody who's not been a finalist, they might say, it for me... I felt I was treated fairly and I got a career boost and I got what I wanted out of it. But Evie has a very different experience. And that's equally valid. 
I hear you. What do you think? I think exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think exactly that. It's not. No, before we get into the episode, Tom, um, this is what I was going to digress to. Mm-hmm. And it was, it just, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, what, well, I want you guys to get to know that we, we do speak on things outside of RuPaul's Drag Race. And we rant sometimes. And my rant this week, <laughs> go on, is I need to know what everyone, first of all, I'll ask you, mm-hmm. and you can't read me. Think of a time before, you know, before me and you became these podcast phenomenons, <laughs> um, on on. you know, the topic of splitting the bill. Okay. We've had topics, we've had these kind of chats um, yeah. a lot. How do you, what, what is the most appropriate thing to do with friends when it comes friends, to splitting the bill? I think, so my standpoint is check with everybody around the table. Are we happy to split? I would say if somebody has had substantially more than others, like more drinks or a really expensive main or something, the owner should be on them to chuck in more. The tricky one is if somebody's had substantially less and they can't afford as much as other people. Yeah, that's where it's coming from. Kind of, nobody wants to be put in an embarrassing situation where they won't have to speak up like that. So I do also think that it's good to have a bit of awareness. I will say most meals out that I go to, if if somebody in a group has had substantially less, usually there's a bit of an awareness, like you check in a bit less. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's maybe I, I doubt that's everyone's experience. Like, if it depends on when you ask me. If you ask yeah. me, like after payday, I, <laughs> split the bill. Yeah, like split the drinks it. are on me. Yeah, split the bill because you know I want to just keep going and drinking and eating. But like you know, after payday, and when I say after, I mean the week after. <laughs> the, I especially when you're in London. Yes, especially when you're in London, I am counting pennies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then a lot of times when I'm invited out, we're all you know going out for dinner. Mm-hmm. I do have to ask myself, oh, maybe I shouldn't go out or make up make up an excuse because mm-hmm. it's so awkward. The idea of having to say, oh, I don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. I'm telling the group that I don't have enough. Mm. Um, and when I do go. And I do have a little bit of money. I specifically order less. Mm. Specifically order order what I can afford. Yeah, yeah. I, I can afford to get. But then at the same time as I'm there doing that, I'm at the same time stressing that someone's gonna just say split the bill. Yeah. And then I'm always like, I'm always like, will I be brave enough to say actually can we not? <laughs> because you know, yeah. um, can we not split the bill? Uh, because you know, I've had a, Joey had that little. Pizza. I knew you were going to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel, that little salad. She had that teeny tiny salad. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is, I was coming up on my, my feed a lot about um, splitting the bill. And mm. I just relate so much to people who I'm like, I, I, girl, we're friends, but can we just pay for what we got? I, I mean, I think that's cool as well. I think if there's... I think that needs to be respected. And I realized that when I was talking, I was talking from a place of privilege, really, you know, a place of like relative financial stability. Wow. Okay. I know. Right. Wow. I should keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Um, No, but I I, I think what what you're saying is like really true. Like in those situations, has it been hard to like speak up? It is hard. It is really hard because, you know, it's embarrassing. It really is. It's embarrassing to be like, 
to say, oh, can we not split the bill? Can we, can we not do that? It's a tricky social minefield. I always feel like the right thing to do in this situation is for everyone to say, um, well, should we get our own? And or if everyone and if there's consensus at the table that that's the case, mm. then do so. Or if if everyone's like, if everyone says, oh, should we split the bill? Should yeah. we split the bill? But you should. I I feel like you should always start off with, should we get what we got, or what? What do you guys think? Yeah, it should be an open question. Yeah, it and th- that creates a better. Forum. It shouldn't go straight to should we should we split the bill? It should yeah, always go totally. To, should, we, should we want? Should we just get what we what we ordered, or well, yeah. oh, should we split it? Yeah. I mean, it's up to, I, don't, I don't mind either way. Totally. John yeah. makes it easier well, when you order at the bar. Do you know what I used to do as well? Another mm-hmm. For tips for people who are like me, <laughs> um, what I used to do is I used to try to leave earlier, try to leave earlier than mm-hmm. everyone. So I'd leave like half an hour earlier, like as soon as we finished eating. Because, you know, everyone just finished eating or they're on their last meal and then they're talking after. I don't need that much time to eat my last meal. It's it's gone in ten seconds, and then I'd be like, "Oh, I really have to go. I really have to go. I'll just go pay what I had up at the bar. This, I'll, I'll go settle my part at the That's at the front." A really good tip. Yeah, I so like that for everyone. But it means you kind of got to cut your evening short. Yeah, but it's better that than than the awkward than mm. the awkward moment of are you sitting there, you know, twiddling your thumbs. Tip of the day, though. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm. Um, you're wel- yeah, you're welcome. So uh, let's get into drag race. Okay, so the girls are in. We've said bye-bye to Darian Lake. Fills us with sadness that we love Darian. We and did. I'd have loved to see her in the Snatch Game. She did a pretty, she did a really good uh, Paula Deans, didn't she, in season six? Yeah, yeah. One uh, more episode, one more, she could have made it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she was in top three, but that's because it was a really good Snatch Game. I think it was Dela, Bianca and Adore in top three, wasn't it? And she just missed out, but she was still fab. She was still good. She was still yeah. good. Now... We're going into the snatch game. We're going to look at the girls in their history and then what they're going to do um, in their future. In a few seconds. <laughs> uh, but there are three queens here who didn't make it to snatch game. Ooh, before. Who were they? Who were they? And that's Lala Reek, James Mansfield, and Kahana Montrees. Yes. So they never made it. Uh, so this is a whole, this is brand new. For them, and mm-hmm. instead of going through the Snatch Game experience, they're going straight into the Snatch Game Ooh. of Love. Ooh. What do we think about that? I think that James um, could do well. Um, I, I was just thinking, kind of, at the opening of this episode, James gives some really funny confessionals. And, like, outside of the comic acting, I think she's actually just, like, a naturally funny person with, like, this really dry delivery. Yeah. Um, so I've got high hopes for a Snatch Game. Yeah. What, what she's doing, I, I kind of think she's going to do okay. Now, it's been a mixture of uh, performances for me when it comes to James and what we've seen so far. Yeah. And one of them, she's been great. And the other one, she's at times she gets a bit like, you know, stony. Yep, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I do think she'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, if she can just find something or someone campy. And she has. She's going to be doing... Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Fantastic. Very zeitgeisty. Yeah. Everybody loves Jennifer Coolidge, but it really feels like the past year or two has been her moment stepping into kind of like true gay icon status. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think so. We've already seen her done by Scarlett Adams from Down Under. We did. I think Scarlett did. did an okay job, a good job. I she, think I remember. I, I, I mean, she got the catchphrases. We got the hot dogs. The I'm taking the dog, dumbass. Yeah, yeah. It was all there. It was all there. I do remember that not being a fantastic snatch game, though. Overall, Down Under, season yeah. one. Do you remember? Well, we had um, the Queen Elizabeth. That that was. The only standout, the only, really. The only, yeah, to be God honest. Thank God Thank for Thank God for Anita Wiggler there. Now, Lorraine's yeah. going to be doing Suki, uh, which I think is a good idea. Now, I don't really know her, but if she's from Love and Hip Hop, I know that type of character. And I feel <laughs> that La La Ree is her best when she's just being La La Ree. Yes. And I think yes. La La Ree can actually just be La La Ree in this character. And I think that's a very clever thing for her to do. I because she's just naturally charming and funny. Yeah, so she you can know. channel that. Yep. Then she's golden. Now, Kahana's doing um, Coco. her mom. Coco Mon- now, Coco Montreal. To- I mean, I'm not- let's not even lie. We were we were doing Coco and Alyssa yesterday. We uh, were, actually. No, we, were do- we were doing Coco and Detox, <laughs> you know? <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Detox. What? What's that? What's that? Nothing. No, I'd say thank you. Well, thank you for what? <laughs> Sorry, you're doing detox now because I, I stumbled yeah, because there. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught you off guard. <laughs> yeah, what well, must think? Nothing. Thank you. What was the other she, thing that we she, did? She she thinks you're instigating. I I didn't instigate shit. <laughs> and then the Ooh. backup that Alyssa does the backward step. Yeah. And she goes, I don't, oh, it was, I don't need job ganging well, off. Roxy me. tries you, stepping you, you. in, doesn't she? Because when it, I see, when I see shade and I see eyes flying the, at when, me. When I'm seeing dust and I'm seeing eyeballs flying at me. She, Q, your she, Q. She say I'm throwing dust. She say I'm throwing shit. I ain't seen nothing. I'm just standing here. No, no. When, when somebody's throwing dust at me and I see eyeballs flying at me across the who, room. Who eyeball flying? Because <laughs> my eyeball ain't flying. No way. <laughs> That's the best line. I know, ever. I love it. Who eyeball flying? My eyeball ain't flying. No way. <laughs> Coco is one of the best confessionals queens oh, of the yeah. franchise. Get her Jade. Get, Get her Jade. Jade. <laughs> she's got she's got every she got every every line you can think of. Yeah. You know, even that untucked moment where she was I'm not joking, bitch. So many untucked moments. In that time when she was reading Serena Chacha. Ugh. She's like, you you know, you had the best scene. You should have told Alyssa, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you got a dance studio, you do your choreography. Roxy Andrews, you know, you're good with makeup effects. You make sure that we all look flawless. Yeah. And then when we win, you stand up and say, I was the captain of the yeah. team. I mean, Coco Montreux, everyone can do it. And if you're her daughter, you should be able to knock this out of the park. I may have had a lot of surgery to look young, but I'm old and I'm wise. <laughs> <laughs> she's got it all yeah there's so much there's so many uh, we're missing a load there because yeah. this is very off the cuff yeah. but yeah. um yeah i think kahana's chosen smartly obviously there's a bit of a controversy in the sense that you know different people have different opinions on whether drag race girls should be portrayed in snatch game i think if you're doing a good job go for it I think, I think for kahana this is a smart choice i think in the past i've said uh it's a cop-out mm-hmm. to do other drag race queens mm-hmm. that it's a cop out but in my age now yeah. my today today <laughs> um i don't care just be good just be good and just i think be for good Kana, just be funny oh, i hope she does um uh, uh katya alaska can see you from her <laughs> house <laughs> 
um, Coco was... forever an icon. One of the few queens who I would be happy to have a All Stars redo. Absolutely. Her and Thor, get yeah. them on. Now we've got two winners. We have two winners really this season. We got Jimbo with mm-hmm. her um, Joan Rivers. You miss your mother. Smell of <laughs> smell my fingers. Incredibly good. It, one of two winning Joan Riverses. Yes. Uh, obviously, we just had Lucy. Lucy. We've not. We've not done in a while. What? Let loose. I said let loose. That was completely off key then, but I've not sang it in a while. And then we've got Alexis Michelle, who had. Uh, who was sorry? Who was Liza Minnelli? Liza. One of two winning Lizas. There, there it is. Her and Hannah Conda from Down Under Season 2. Oh, we've had another Liza. Uh, it was Scarlet Bobo on Canada. The same as Jimbo. Now, huge... Exp- I, think, I think Jimbo has probably the biggest expectation from mm-hmm. everyone because her, her snatch game was phenomenal. Really it good. Really it really was phenomenal. I mean, you know how in Canada season one, they just refused to give her wins all the time. She was just so good in that snatch game. They couldn't not. Yeah. You know, she she decimated the competition. Uh, and obviously we were not treated to a snatch game by her on UK versus the world because she was sent home by Pan mm. Pan. Jimbo, uh, this time was going to be... We saw the wig and I was like, oh, yes, baby Jane, uh, no, Betty Davis, be... but it's, um, it's Shirley Temple. Hmm. A child. A child. She's she's being a child. A child. Uh, I think that's an interesting choice because I think there's probably lots of room for comedy there. Yeah. And okay. Jimbo is so absurdist in her comedy, but also very witty. I, th- I think this could be a great vehicle for her humor. Alexis is going to be B. Arthur from Golden Girls. Good choice for Alexis, I think. Which I love. Yeah. I love B. Arthur. You know what I would love is she, if she played it with a manly voice because I think the thing with B. Arthur mm-hmm. is that she was so masculine. Um, she was like six foot something. She had short mm-hmm. hair. Like there was the joke was about her. The joke is that she was very manly or manlike because of her look. I guess kind of like obviously she's she's a woman she's a, a gorgeous woman but yeah the it's the depth of the voice and the height and the stuff isn't it mm. but beyond that you know i mean even if you're just thinking about her in golden girls she was it was the put downs wasn't it it was oh, the, the it, acerbic wittiness it was the sack i think i i learned a lot of my humor from the golden girls <laughs> yeah. because the golden girls is always on when i was yeah. younger and I think B. Arthur specifically. Yeah. Her her dry humor, her her cutting edge um humor. It was just I just loved it so she much. Got some of the best lines, didn't she? Has been portrayed before uh, by Raven on the Gaffen. Ra- not Raven's best performance. Tra- we don't talk about girl trauma. <laughs> I know, I know. Raven doesn't talk about that. We're I mean, doing- Raven portrayed her on the Gaffen much the same as she portrayed the chicken in season two, yeah. which was like. Was- great which was amazing it was it was very sensual <laughs> now the other two that we have are heidi who's gonna be blackbeard the pirate interesting choice don't know how this is gonna pan out uh do you remember heidi snatch game on season 12 leslie jones leslie jones which is interesting because she was a judge that season mm. um uh Heidi does not loom large in my memory from that Snatch game. Yeah. Having said that, there were some good performances. Like Gigi was excellent in that. Gigi good. She was amazing. She was really, really good. Um, try, oh, and also uh, Lisa Rinna, uh, 
what's what's the chops jackie cox yeah really good could have won that snatch game so yeah i mean it kind of felt like those two volleying off each other and I, they didn't say i mean candy in her season was patrick star but it was candy dressed as patrick star <laughs> playing candy and the funny thing is we haven't seen the snatch game yet we're about to watch it but uh-huh. they didn't show us who candy was going to be they did not because it does not matter but it does not candy ma- will be candy <laughs> but it doesn't matter because without even seeing it i'm going to tell you right now candy muse is going to be playing candy muse with with a, with someone's wig and someone's makeup and someone's outfit i just had She's a great just idea gonna be candy I'd love to see her as Danny DeVito. She could do a fantastic Danny DeVito. Why, Tom? She already kind of is like Danny DeVito, you know? <laughs> okay. That was my Danny DeVito. She could be that guy on, um, what's that army I like her, movie? I like we're all giving male characters for her. <laughs> <laughs> what's, that, what's that army movie? And then yeah, there's a guy who, yeah. who talks like... <laughs> I do not know what you're talking about. Oh, God. This is... There. Oh, okay. It's not going to come to me. It's candy an old school one. I mean, beautiful, gorgeous candy, but that delivery is always so gruff, you know? Yeah. Um, that, uh, but she, she, could, she could channel that beautifully into Dine DeVito. Candy's going to be candy. Now let's watch the Snatch Game. Okay, we're back and we've seen the first half of the Snatch Game and we that have. included... Heidi is Blackbeard the Pirate. Jessica <laughs> White is Edith Chacon. Kahana's Coco Coco Matrice. Coco Coco. Coco Coco Matrice. Yep, yep, yep. And then James Mansfield is playing Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Now, what do we think? What do, what do you think? What, what are your thoughts? Of- What's going through you? Do you have a sore tummy from all the, the laughter? <laughs> do you have a sore eyebrows from all the brow furrowing? Oh, gosh. What's, no, not what, that. What, I don't How think. are you feeling? Talk to me. Um, I, I had a few laughs. I think there were some cute jokes in here. For me, James was the clear standout. I think James did the best snatch game here. James uh, portrayed Jennifer Coolidge beautifully. Uh, great voice. Great look. Um she was witty. She bounced off the others um, in a way that was kind of like not catty, but was about her making jokes, you know? Yeah. Um, and answered the questions the best. I, she was really funny and she made me laugh. Yeah, I think she was very solid in her character. Mm-hmm. Very solid as Jennifer Coolidge. She had the voice, she had the look, and then she was able to answer the questions yeah, yeah. and find the jokes wish you could find yeah, them yeah yeah there are times where i do wish that she could have slowed down her voice okay. a little bit. do you know what i mean james does that actually james rushes through her jokes sometimes I, I, you a lot of the times when you rush through a joke it's because a, a you're either nervous or you don't think that what you say is going to be funny or going to be good yeah i mean overall like still think fantastic job from james but yeah, like maybe I'd love her to have a little bit more courage of her convictions with her jokes sometimes. Yeah. Because she's super funny. She she's really, really funny. She was good. Yeah. I also think that what made her funny, as well as being great, what made her even better mm-hmm. was that the other three, in my opinion, just weren't that good. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's go through that then. <laughs> let's do it. Let's start with the Heidi. Spell your brain. Share your thoughts. Um, so Heidi is Blackbeard the Pirate. First of all, I, I mean, Blackbeard the Pirate is just the bad pirate, isn't it? He was a naughty pirate. The na- a naughty pirate. Yeah. Naughty yeah. pirate. That was it. So it was good that she took a, a kind of a blank canvas and could have done it her own way. And I thought that she was going to do something like when Trinity Tuck did, um, did Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Did the devil. Yeah. And then she, she went to the extreme of the devil actually not being like this monster kind of guy. <laughs> she made him the 
the best flamboyant hey girl hey Lucy kind of, Thur, mama. That, that's it yeah that's what she she found an angle and she went with it my thing with Heidi playing Blackbeard the pirate is that Heidi kind of just played Heidi she didn't amp yeah. up she didn't yeah. amp up she didn't find an angle to take the pirate character yeah. she didn't go with it and she didn't really commit <laughs> to it being like a feminine yes miss thing pirate uh-huh. or any angle she was just Heidi with the outfit I, I even think I mean, there were some jokes there. There were some jokes oh, there, there that made there, me sure. There were jokes. I actually thought the persona that she brought was actually like a slightly flattened version of Heidi. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, agree, Heidi agree. not having a super good time or like, something. Heidi's still in the closet. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, that that Heidi is, is she's still hiding in oh. there. She is not out. She the, was not out of their closet. She yeah. was in there. I mean, some of the things that she said was funny. She had that, that you know, the opening line, which was good. Mm. I, I don't know if she purposely didn't know that there were seven Cs. I, so my personal opinion on that is I think that was a deliberate, like, little, you know, but then, kind of... Uh, that's what I thought. But then I thought that her volley, her response could have told us it was a joke by mm. what she said back to it. But she kind of just... Lifted it. Oh, there's seven. I thought, I thought it was like a deliberate attempt, like a sequence moment. Se- sequence is one. Yeah, yeah. Plur- and sequence is plural. Yep. Hmm. I think that was calculated personally, but there we go. Uh, I think Heidi was still the second best here. Okay. okay. Is there somebody else you'd put second best? Um. Well, I would put her number two, kind yeah. of. She made me laugh a few times. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she had that pig joke leg, which didn't, I mean, the jig is up. I was like, ha, ha, ha. But I mean, like I, I always use my popcorn ometer. Yeah. And if I had popcorn in my hand, yeah. you know, has, had, you know, did I laugh so much at this popcorn on the floor? <laughs> and what's on the floor now? Nothing, because um, I didn't laugh that hard. Okay. Now, and then, then um... We'll come back to a certain relationship between Heidi and Kahana. Let's talk about Kahana first. Right. There's something, there's some psychic there's energy. There's some psychic energy That her. I just want to address. Yeah. Now, Kahana, I want to say, um, struggled. She did, She struggled here. It was very evident that she struggled. I think she recognized, well, she did recognize she was struggling as well, unfortunately. Yeah. We uh, heard it in the confessional. I mean, I think everything was around just being orange and i think coco montrese is so much more has has so much more comedy yes, yes. than just being orange she's a I rich mean, and we, complex character exactly there's yeah. there's so much there's her being a runner-up there's the fights that she had there's all of these amazing mm-hmm. quotes and sayings mm-hmm. that you know that that we gave just in that short moment where we found out she was coco and i, I don't know if it was lost in the editing um, but I didn't see a lot of that. She, I mean, the makeup was funny. Yeah. Th- there was that. There was that visual gag. But it's so interesting, isn't it, to go for that kind of... I guess that is the funniest Coco look to go for. But also, you know, we know her as like this high glam Janet impersonator as well, you know. It's funny. Um, yeah, Co- uh, Coco. Kahana struggled a little bit. And so Heidi, in some of her jokes... Uh, was sort of, you know, read 
Kahana a bit. And Kahana did not take too kindly to that. And like, I mean, they're strongly hinting this is going to come up in the workroom or something afterwards because Kahana was giving the same energy that she gave at the season 11 reunion. <laughs> where, like, if Kahana's not happy about something, she will let you know. She's usually a pretty happy-go-lucky character, but mm-hmm. I think she hits a certain point where she feels slighted especially if it's something that she feels underconfident at, and then she'll retaliate a bit. So I think there's going to be some fireworks later. Yeah. What do you what do you think about the exchange with Heidi and Kahana in the Snatch Game? Do you think she was being unfair? Do you think that it was just, it's the Snatch Game is what you do? Yeah, it reminded me of Latrice in the Snatch Game of Love, where I think if somebody's really struggling, and then somebody else is trying to get, a read at their expense essentially which is what the snatch game is then it stings yeah because not only are they doing better than you they're doing it at your expense and it can feel i think in that moment it could feel like critical or dare i say even bullying not saying anybody's bullying anybody here definitely not saying that but it could feel that way yeah i think that there are examples of the volley between you and another person mm. where it's not you'd actually saying with your mouth in your words mm-hmm. that joke wasn't funny i mean yeah no one's no one's trying to tell jokes here everyone's trying to be funny mm-hmm. everyone's trying to be in a character and yeah, find yeah. moments yeah and for you to explicitly say find the joke oh th- where's the joke in the snatch game mm-hmm. I, th- I think that something like that can be a bit so that like you're trying to okay you're trying to get a joke you know using kahana i think this is kind of what comes back to me feeling like it was kind of like yeah it was like heidi but heidi not having a good time this is what i keep on coming back to in my head and that 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 energy was transmitted to kahana unfortunately we'll see what happens later yeah and then we've got jessica we did actually mention jessica but she has done a snatch game before the first ever snatch game the very audacious choice of doing rupaul in front of rupaul and she was actually really funny in that you know it's time to lip sync for your life when when tom says she was really funny in that what you mean is that it was so ridiculous and so silly that you know what we laughed of course we did it's jessica we love her what did you think of this performance i thought that jessica wilde her character is um well her humor was pulling a face and i think everything came back to that face with the tongue out Mm. and i don't know this character at all so what i was relying on is just you know wit and making me laugh through her answers and it was it was just her pulling a face i mean, i don't know the character i didn't hear many jokes i didn't yeah i wonder if we knew her if there'd have been more laughs in there yeah so it seemed like so there's you know when you you sometimes choose a character that people don't know there's kind of like two ways of doing it one of them is you can throw in all these references and stuff but kind of make it your own and make it universally funny or you can just rely on references that maybe people won't get and in this case i think because we're not puerto rican we didn't really get the references but i wonder if a lot of people watching from puerto rico or who are really familiar with this lady's work and persona would have found it a lot funnier so i just wonder if jessica was a little bit of a victim of her choice being just not you know the cultural aspect not translating here 
Now, team two is Jimbo. Team two much, mama. Team two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, team two much. Um, team two, two, two. Come team, on, two, two, two. Come on, two, two, two. Come on, two, two, two. <laughs> we got Jimbo, who was... Shirley's Ample. We have uh, Biafa. By Alexis Michelle. We have... Um, Rene Su- Graziano. Um, who was Candy. By Condé. You know, aka Candy, <laughs> and then we have Alex. Uh, sorry, we have Lalari who was Suki. Sukiana. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that I had I had more energy from there was more energy. There's more good energy. I laughed, more a, like, I laughed a lot in this when I enjoyed it. Energy, yeah. yeah, here and my standouts were um, Alexis as B and Jimbo as Shirley Temple. I want to say that, that I think they all did a, at least a good job in this oh, yes, team. Yes, yes. Um, but they were my faves as well. Where would you like to start? Um, let's start with Jimbo. Now, for, I want to say first of all, I always find it a little cringe when I see uh-huh, adults uh-huh. Um, acting like children. I find I don't know why. I just cringe a bit. It's like Ugh. me too. Like you know when they did that mini challenge when they were dressed as babies. I just wanted to skip it. It oh, just makes my skin was... crawl. But um, in this case, I think Jimbo committed to this unhinged concept so well that it worked. Like she capitalized off how cringy that is it was that was the whole basis of the character that she was this hundred year old woman behaving like a child uh and i really really enjoyed jimbo she made me laugh a lot mm, yeah she yeah. reached for every joke and commit commitment is what you get with jimbo that's it there's commitment and she know, should be committed like you always hear her say i want to make Rue laugh i want to make Rue laugh and for me that's the clown in her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. clowns want you to that they live to yep. to make you laugh. They live to be funny. For the applause, yes, applause, applause. They live for that, and so she is not afraid to reach for the joke, and she will she will reach. She says it in interviews. Actually, she says that like it's her clown training that makes her just want to give and give and give. Yeah. Yeah, yeah laughing makes me stronger. Yes. <laughs> Her tap dance for me was just so hilarious. It was so you know that's that's. That is someone who commits. Mm-hmm. That is the commitment. I know she can't dance, but she went out there tapping for the gods. <laughs> she was she was tapping to. Oh, she's she doing was, something. Don't know was, if it was tap dancing. It was it was funny. It um, was really funny. I really enjoyed her chemistry with Alexis in particular. I thought they showcase themselves well as comedians by bouncing off each other. So mm. that brings us to Alexis, perhaps. Yes, it's B. Arthur. I thought that she was she was very good. She was very, very good. good. To be able to just sit there, mm-hmm. cr- arms crossed, mm-hmm. and not even try to do physical comedy. Yeah. Really living in Biatha and just delivering the way that she just delivered the answers for me was yeah. very B. It was very, very good. Biatha. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was really good. Um and, and and just like Jimbo in her own way, committed yeah. to that, committed to being B. Arthur as yeah. that character. And some of the answers, some of the answers were good. Some of the answers were funny. I didn't get the first ones, but RuPaul was like having, she was doing that laugh. It must be some specific reference that we've not got, but from some perhaps piece of stage performance that B's done. I did. I did love the whole um, when she said when Candy said this she, she could be a, a cockroach because she could squash her. Yeah, and then she used the whole um, I was in Attica's men's. Uh, I was in yeah, Attica yeah, yeah. prison. Yeah, yes, it was a men's prison, and it was a year till someone found out. Very good. And that was a specific yeah. uh, quote. 
I mean, you kind of you foreshadowed that. Yeah, really, didn't that you? was a specific quote. Yeah. that um, she had used when she was in prison in, in an episode of Golden Girls. You know, that was nice. It was nostalgic, and I liked it. I thought, like, I don't have a lot to add to what you say. It, like, I think she captured like her f- facial expressions, like the imperious manner, really well. Very witty responses. Some of the funniest responses. Good banter with Jimbo. One minor criticism. Could have dropped her voice in octave. I was, I was hoping she would have dropped it. I was maybe I was she practiced it and it did. It it kind of maybe it affected a performance or something and it didn't work well. Because actually, with Alexis being actually Alexis is non-binary, but a kind of assigned male at birth person, like her voice actually probably matches Piathas actually just naturally, you know. <laughs> I love it if she was like, I did lower my voice. Mm. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> just think Tyra. Yeah, think yeah, Tyra yeah. Sanchez season two. Deeper and deeper. Jerry Pa. Jerry Pa. <laughs> think Soprano. <laughs> um, I liked what I said before about Lala Ree needs to find a character that she can just be Lala uh-huh, Ree in. Uh-huh. She did that. She I found it so. in Suki. Yeah. And it was nice seeing Lala just being Lala. You know? Yeah. How different is Lala when she's not. Um, doing that scripted stuff or doing yeah. a certain other improvs where she's given the character she's found Suki she chose her because she knew that she can just be herself and she's just, very good yeah so I, I liked her energy and hair I liked the, how natural she was yeah and there um, I think I think her answers were okay nothing jumps out so at me I think so too I mean, she, she very, looked stunning she did she looked great loved that hair on her very successful um, I will say Candy kind of cracked me up there was just something about seeing her with this fur coat smoking that cigarette with this menacing aura about her just like really cracked me up like just something about the whole picture tickled me oh she basically was Danny DeVito in drag here by the way being a mob wife you you gotta stop attacking her I love Danny DeVito <laughs> I don't think she'll find that as a compliment Danny DeVito's on my list you're so beautiful you remind me of Danny DeVito when has that ever turned anyone on Danny DeVito is on my list. Oh, damn, I think we, look at that. Oh, yeah, give me that. I think we'd have a great time. Give me, give me, Danny, DeVito, give me that Danny DeVito look. Yeah, oh my God, stop it. You're really turning me on. Tom, no one has ever said that. You need to stop. He's one of my hall passes, as they say. Um, <laughs> he's on the list. He's on the list. Um, no, yeah, um, I, I had a lot of fun with Candy as well. I, I thought she was great. I thought Candy was um, very just lovely safe she was just as a good character she was yeah. there she was present she was in the moment she didn't get um you know she she wasn't confused she didn't get lost in it she, yes she didn't get baffled by anything she definitely. just definitely you know she just kind of breathed the snatch game yep i like that she wasn't just candy either she did adopt a character um she did break character at one point jimbo made her crack up but we'll forgive her because it, it was very funny yeah um so before we go into anything further, I mean, they should be judged as individuals, obviously, and I don't think they should pick a winner from each. For, for me, can I can I say who I think the... the, the Let's hear it. Well, I guess like... It's going to be the same uh, as me. I, I mean, Jimbo and Alexis were the best. Yep. Um, so, I mean, there'll be a top three, probably. The who? other one... And could, James. Probably James. Probably James, I think, for standing out from her group. Yeah, I think the top three is Jimbo, James, and Alexis. Yeah. My bottom three would be Kahana, Jessica, and Heidi. If I had to choose the bottom three. Yeah, to be honest, I think think Candy and Lala did a pretty good job. They're wonderfully safe. They're going to be okay. Yeah. There we go. Let's see if the runway adds anything. Okay. um, We haven't got to the runway because there is something that happened... And the something work pretty heavy and something sad, really. It is. I mean, what what happened? Talk us through it. 
I mean, it's actually quite confusing as well. It is, yes. It all started with Kahana. Now, we did actually already talk about this, the how the way that Heidi and Kahana interacted mm-hmm. in the Snatch game, how we were saying that there was something about the way that Heidi was playing the Snatch game that kind of took us out of the, it's a, you're a comedian, took me out of her being a comedian to her saying directly that joke that you, you did, you should get a refund. You know, like you're, yeah, you're here. Like no one wants to be put into the illusion of someone trying to be funny. We want to know that you just are. And when yeah. someone says something like that, it, it makes you think, oh, they're coming and with jokes. Oh, they're trying to be funny. Oh, they're trying to do a joke. Like Heidi's intent was definitely not to hurt her sister, but Kahana definitely experienced it that yeah. way. Um, so that led to a conversation. And Kahana, we saw really the Kahana that we saw in the season 11 reunion, who when Kahana's feelings are hurt, she slips out of the sunny, positive, kikiing Kahana into quite serious, like like we all do really, when we're hurt, um, any kind of social kind of, uh, what's the word? I don't want to say mask, any kind of like social graces and kind of presentation drops and take kind of like a ma- take off the mask Duncan. <laughs> take off the- i have a child <laughs> and um yeah so all that dropped and we saw quite an angry hurt hannah and it looked like they were kind of on the verge of maybe having a hug and making up but then candy brought something up i did find this confusing it's very like she said she said kind of situation what what did you get from it i got exactly that i got confused yeah. now heidi's okay let's just go i'll try it's like you know when you're in school and then you heard mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. from so gina told samantha <laughs> no, that you not said gina and samantha that, that you said that laquanda <laughs> not had laquanda issues, had issues with lily not and li- Lily I'm always tells trying, the truth. I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> so basically, Candy said that Heidi has been going around saying that she that Candy's going to throw Jimbo in the Jimbo bottom. And the bottom, but when Candy she's there. kind of alleged the opposite, didn't she? Yes. That Heidi said she'd throw Jimbo in the bottom. And no, Jim- no, no, no. <laughs> this is so confusing. Can oh. basically it was about Heidi telling Jimbo um, to watch out for candy because yeah, when you're in the yeah. bottom she's gonna send you home and then when that was brought to heidi from candy yeah um heidi said well that is what you said and then she kind of tried to get alex into it and I alexis, felt for alexis, and alexis being alexis oh was God, just alexis. she's like yeah yeah and then she's like um um wait no. No, 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 no. What she said was your fierce competition. <laughs> so don't worry about it, babe. Regardless um, of, of, of all of this, what had transpired or what came from it was something a bit, a bit sad. Really um, sad, actually. I think one of the saddest exits we've had from the show. <sighs> I mean, up the, well, actually, all the exits are usually sad because it's usually a queen who's under significant duress and is really, really struggling in that moment. And she just has to go to preserve her mental health. And it feels like that's what happened with Candy, uh, with Heidi. Uh, but I'm, I'm left with a real sense of sadness about it. Um, I feel like they've been foreshadowing this for weeks. Now, Heidi said, kind of like in a brief exit interview, that she felt like she'd come here. And actually, we're talking to her sisters on the way out. Um, she 
feels like she's done what she came to do. She said she showcased her growth and she's had a kiki. I feel like she's saying that in good faith, but I also don't think she believes that deep down because we've seen her having a hard time for weeks. She's actually felt underappreciated in this competition. And I think this argument is like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. That's my interpretation. I think it was a knee-jerk emotional reaction. Very much Everyone so. hates me. Well, you know what? I'm not... The judges hate me. No one, no one here, that. no one here yeah. appreciates me now. Now my support system doesn't appreciate me. Yeah, I don't need to be here. I don't need to be here. Very rejected. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. it was. I think she just needed to go out and just have a coffee, take a seat, have a sip, and then come back yeah. into the room because I feel like once you calm down from a situation like that, you start to see clearly. But I, I do feel that she just in that moment felt a bit just rejected just i mean no one's on my side you could argue that she's come back and forth from this position so i mean she talked about going a few weeks ago um so she's fallen into that rejected we'd call it actually if we're using um cat um cognitive analytic therapy that we'd say that her um rejected to rejecting reciprocal role is really active so often when somebody has a sensitivity to a particular feeling like feeling rejected, they can also exhibit an equal and opposite push. So she is rejecting all of them because she felt rejected. She's rejecting the show. She's rejecting the other girls. And it's her way, I think, of taking back some power and control in a situation where she felt powerless. And I say, like, if that's the case, good for her. Like, good for her for taking control of the situation. And I completely respect her decision We've seen it quite a few times over recent years, actually, queens electing to leave the competition for the sake of their mental health. And I'm sure Heidi's made the right decision for her. I really, really hope she doesn't have any sense of regret from leaving. I, I hope it sits well with her. What I don't want to come from this is people are taking candy. No, not at all. Absolutely. That's, that's what I don't want. But it will want. happen. Yeah, that's what I, I don't want that to happen, is what uh, I'm saying. 100% I don't want it to happen. The... Those queens, they will have brushed it under the carpet by this point. They'll have talked about it. They'll have hashed it out. They'll be sisters again. It's their relationship. It's none of our business. Nobody should be sending them any kind of hate. But do you know who my heart really goes out to? Alexis Alexis Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? She is an opportunist. I just adore her. I cannot express my adulation for the theatricalities of Miss Michelle. You know, like she finds her moments. Mm. You know, it's it's just as marvelous. It is wondrous. It is. It is amazing. She's a performer. <laughs> she doesn't even... Th- I bet she doesn't think she's been one. She just is. She, she just, just is. is. She just is that theatre kid. I love it. Um, but that is sad news. But, um, Sending let's... so much love to Heidi. Yeah. Hope she's doing great and that everything's sitting well with her. The category is reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. Um, so obviously it's reveals. It's reveals. We've seen it a few times in mm-hmm. the... In the show, what is your, in your opinion, what is one of the best reveals we've ever had on the show? I mean, I think a good reveal should be both outfits look good and doesn't necessarily give away that it's a reveal. So the standard has to be Violet Chachki in the the season seven, um, spring or autumn, autumn runway, I think. 
one hundred percent. It just kind of has to be. It's the standard because it came out of nowhere. Uh, it was a really good reveal. She revealed it beautifully as well. Yeah. Also, Candy's Ironide setting herself on fire on Thailand. I mean, that is the standard. I mean, if you're not, if you're not setting yourself on fire, you're not doing drag, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> yeah. All right, should we get started? Uh, yes. So to be just go on. What did you think about her uh, reveal? I liked Jessica's a lot, actually. I liked the thematic kind of run through. I liked the reference to herself as the chicken. Chicken. Uh, chicken. 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 Uh, it, obviously, like. The, the big yellow duster looked like a reveal, but she looked pretty. I like the kind of like 60s mod-ish shell dress to the reveal to the kind of egg yolk bodysuit. That had like a an Agatha Ruiz de la Prada kind of high camp feel to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I enjoyed Jessica's a lot, actually. I did. Yeah. I it did. It was cute. It was cute. And it was an homage to her um, season performance. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Second up, we had Kahana. So Kahana's is very much a celebration of her body. Because um, when you come out, it's like, oh, where's the reveal? <laughs> where's the reveal? Because she was already she wearing was already naked. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. But, I mean. I, I she, thought she was going to take off the boa, you know. Yeah. And that was the reveal. But no. She instead took off her clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, she looked great. I mean, it's why bit, not show off that body? She's worked hard for it and paid a lot of money for it. It's a bit naughty, so, isn't it? It's oh, it is naughty. naughty. It's, it's a bit naughty. naughty. Very Vegas show girl. I felt like there was maybe like a touch of the Josephine Baker in like the jeweling around the um the the bralette and the the kind of panties i thought she looked great you can't criticize this look and i I like that it was revealing herself to nakedness she went really quite far it was beautiful yeah james mansfield talk to me james had reveal upon reveal upon reveal upon the reveal upon the reveal (laughs) yes she came up um i mean it said muppets but i got grimace from mcdonald's right Wow. <laughs> no, you know about Ronald McDonald's, mate? The big purple I, I, thing? Yes, I remember. That's I remember. who that was, right? It was Grimace. A pink Grimace. Was it? I thought more purple. Fuchsia. She was fuchsia. fuchsia. Um, into a gown. And the fuchsia. The fuchsia drag. Fuchsia. <laughs> the fuchsia. She's drag. the fuchsia drag. So she took that off into a gown, into a uh, like corset bodysuit, into a two-piece, and then finally into pasties. And I mean, I love the ambition. Yeah. Behind this, possibly the most reveals we've ever seen on Drag Race, right? She just kept going. Apart from actual like burlesque performances. I mean, she could have stopped after the second reveal, in my opinion, um, because I really liked that. And then she kept going. And in my opinion, you shouldn't reveal just for the sake of revealing. It Mm. needs to you know one up what you already had on it needs to get better and better like Mm. violet chachki it was fashion to begin with and then it was fashion amazing in the second reveal yeah so don't reveal just to reveal that's all i'm saying she ended up as a sort of 60s pinup she was giving kind of diana doors wasn't she in my opinion as a seamstress yes and an mua that's what i want i know you're uniquely qualified to judge this i know uh alexis what do you think about hers so alexis this um i've seen a video before of um she won a new york drag competition that's been won by several prominent drag race queens i think dusty ray won it i think bob even won it once and it's called so you think you can drag and she won it with a performance i don't know if it's the same dress i I can't remember off the top of my head but very very similar where the witch costume is thrown off and she spins into this this gorgeous gown um and she she looked fantastic it was a great reveal this is really of of the reveals we've seen before so far i like this because it was two 
complete outfits in a way and two completely different characters. Absolutely. Um, I loved it. I loved really, the transformation. Really uh, Candy Muse? Candy, um, I think... Well, Candy had two reveals, didn't she? So three different outfits. Mm -hmm. So there was, uh, what was the first one? Like a 50s housewife and then a red dress. She spun around and it dropped and then the lingerie. Um, I think she looks pretty because Candy always looks pretty. But the, the, the first two looked very big and like they weren't fitting um, because she was concealing reveals underneath. So the fit was a bit off. So, but you know, she looks great in her lingerie at the end. This kind of like futuristic... Judy Jetson Hooker. Mm. I guess I wasn't getting a full storyline with her reveals. A, for me, it was a bit boxy in 2D, if that makes any sense. Certainly the housewife look was, yeah. I, th- I think they kind of stayed throughout the first two, maybe even the three, but she looks gorgeous. Is it a little bit of a Stepford Wives kind of storyline? Were you getting that? I In that she ended up almost robotic in the futuristic laundry, a bit like Veronica Green. Veronica Green. She did a reveal like that on Drag Race UK. I'm sure she tried. <laughs> sure she tried, Tom. <laughs> she tried and she succeeded. <laughs> um, it's lovely. So it's her, lovely. Her last look is the best, but the, the first two, the, the fit was off and they looked like reveals. Lala Reed did an Alaska. <laughs> That's the best reveal ever. Okay. I mean... No, it wasn't. It wasn't a reveal. She 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 just covered herself and then took off It was a reveal. It was a reveal. It was a reveal. It wasn't two outfits in one, though, because the first one wasn't an outfit. Although yeah. she said she was homaging the Elephant Man, so sue her. Uh, so Lalari came <laughs> wrapped in fabric, in lovely, beautiful fabric, and then twirled, and she twirled and twirled. She swirled uh, and swirled, and that's all I need to hear. <laughs> Into this lovely outfit. Now, the debate for me is the first look wasn't a look, but it was a reveal. It was a reveal. <laughs> it, was a, it was a reveal. You, you know, you see a girl coming out holding a gorgeous cape around herself, and you know what's going to happen next, don't you? Mm. Having said that, she looks lovely in this lingerie. It fits her beautifully. I love this color on her. Yeah. It's I can't decide it's if cute. it's like a midnight blue or a purple, a royal purple. Um, it looks midnight blue to, to me. Yeah, but she looks really, really lovely. I think the overall effect of the second look is gorgeous. Just probably was a little bit of a cop-out of a reveal. Yeah, Jimbo's a bit bonkers, isn't she? <laughs> Jimbo's unhinged. I love her. Um, she came out, and you know, you look at it, it was very uncanny. And it was like, what's going on here? Ah, she's coming down the runway backwards. Ah, this is Adam. What's coming next? Eve. But then it's like, Eve, and there's the apple of knowledge. And then there's the serpent popping out. So it was kind of joke after joke after joke. This is very Jimbo. It was really, really good. This was really good. She'd reminded me of um, certain Transformers from the 80s, which like there were a little bit of a cop out in the transformation. And you just kind of like turned them around and it was like a different, it was a different robot. Um, But this is, this is very cool and very funny. Yeah, I mean, with all the leaves on her, it's, I mean, she's in the woods because this is camp. This is absolute camp. <laughs> she has done. She's camper than a row of tents. So for me, does this help with 
uh, my ranking of who's going to be tops and bottom, no. It's a snitch game. It should never, ever come down to the fashion. I agree. But actually, two of the most successful looks are probably Alexis and Jimbo in terms of concept and execution. Mm -hmm. Kahana looks amazing. Kahana just always looks fantastic on the runway. just looks amazing. You just can't deny her beauty. Um, I I really like Jessica's. Jessica's is one of my favorites up there. I think it's really fun. The bottoms are still, for me, Jessica and Kahana. But I wonder if anyone's going to go home because Heidi has eliminated herself. I suspect it'll be a non-elimination episode unless they decide to have a comeback queen episode. I think they should. And I think... That'd yeah. be a fun twist. We've, I feel like we've not had a comeback queen in ages. I don't remember. Don't remember, Tom. <laughs> uh, let's have a see. Jimbo with her third win. Congratulations. This felt very deserving. It was just between her and Alexis. I thought that maybe they'd give it to Alexis. I would have liked Alexis to have got a win yeah. by this one because I think Alexis has been performing really well and deserves a win. Yeah. And I'm getting a little bit of a one horse race yeah, yeah. feel, um, which I never liked. But nobody can dispute Jimbo did fantastically this week and really did deserve the win. I think B B could have got a B after. Oh, totally. I mean, they were equally deserving. That's the thing. It could, it really could have been either of them. The bottom two is Jessica Wilde and Kahana, which, you know, for me is very correct. It, it, it is based on, you know, our, our assessment. This is actually the first week that the judging has matched what we've said, by the way. As, well, yeah. It really is. Um, the I would have liked it to have been a non-elimination episode, but here we are. We had a little peek in Untucked. We did. I've got a couple of thoughts about Kahana in particular. Go on. Kahana, um, I think, seemed really vulnerable and real in Untucked. I think she's very worried that she's going home. And I think of all the girls, she f- kind of like... They all want it, but she deeply, deeply wanted this um, new chance to showcase her her ability and to kind of go all the way. And she has had a great season. Um, the I, I think also there's a bit of me that wondered if she felt some sort of guilt of Heidi going because n- not that she necessarily should because it was it was Heidi's decision in the end, but their argument kind of catalyzed everything. Yeah. Um, so I do wonder if she's carrying that because she actually seemed on the brink of tears, I thought, in Untucked. And she kind of, you like, just never ever say you're, you're cool with going. And she kind of said she was cool with going. She said that Jessica didn't deserve to be in the bottom two. Do not say that. That's, yeah. <sighs> she kind of said her fear well. I wonder mm. if there's a part of her that's like, surely there's no, no one's going to go home so I can speak like this to save face. Mm. But I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anyone should go home uh, I, I, if someone's yeah. really been self-eliminated. Should we have a fake out, please? Yeah. So we had a lip sync. The lip sync assassin, I caught it. You did I from said, the silhouette. Yeah, yeah. I said, that's Jasmine Kennedy. And you it did. was. And if I was Jimbo, I would have been completely like, are oh, you joking? Because in my opinion, Jasmine Kennedy is one of the best. Yeah. Not just like up there. She is one of the best yeah. lip syncers that mm-hmm. we've had on the show. Period. Absolutely. Period. And um, it was, I mean, the lip sync was great. It, Jasmine didn't even have to do much, really. But she did. She did backflip. She was sexy. She was beautiful. She knew the words. She did she the doula peep moves. She did the doula peep moves. She was great. <laughs> it was, you know, we already know who the winner is. It is going to be Jasmine. Jimbo just should have stood there and tipped her. 
do you know what? I'm sure that the other girls are just like, okay, cool. Like when Jimbo wins, it's fine. The, this, it just means more <laughs> money for over. next week. Yeah, they're just like, yes, yes, Jasmine, yes. Make sure we get that money for next week. Yes, we're predicting that Jimbo's getting six out of six, aren't we? She has lost in every continent. <laughs> she. Apart from Antarctica. She, oh my God, Give Jimbo it time. She has lost in every single <laughs> series of the show. Bless. She's lost in the UK, in Europe. She's lost in America. She's lost in... I mean, Jimbo. She, she, nearly, she nearly tripped over the beginning oh, as well. Oh, God. She nearly pulled it. I mean, but Pangina's not here to catch you this time, Jimbo. And um, it, was, it was funny because someone wrote there, um, V Cook, she wrote there... Um, Jimbo's crazy. Uh, she goes, there's a comment she left. She goes, after a super hard week, I absolutely loved and needed Jimbo's crazy acting in this. She's killing it, but maybe one of the worst lip syncers ever. I saw her live and the struggle was real. Oh. <laughs> was like, so yeah. she's not putting on for TV. Yeah, yeah. this is not her just being no. a clown, trying to make you laugh. <laughs> this is her trying to give it her all. Yeah. Her everything. The winner is absolutely Jasmine. Let's have a see. Congratulations, just shocker. Uh, Jasmine Kennedy shocking shocking Shocking. I'm I'm surprised (laughs) and And there's another shock and another shock because no one's going home thank goodness I'm not not shocked I kind of felt that that was going to happen no Rue tricked me no yeah Tom Mm. okay we'll be doing this a while (laughs) we can read the room not very bright yeah we can read the room not very bright um, I mean, congratulations, Jumbo, but uh, is this classified as a win stool? Yeah. I mean, it's a win. She didn't win the lip sync. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give it to her. We'll give it to her. <laughs> All right. Next week. What's next week? Joan the Rusical. Joan, Joan Crawford. Oh, I thought it was Don't Joan. Don't fuck with me, fellas. This ain't Lovins. my first time at the rodeo. Okay, cool. Alexis, this is yours. This 100%. Is yours. Absolutely yours yeah, next yeah, yeah. week. We're rooting for you, girl. Great. So, uh, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Make sure to join us next week. Follow us on our social medias. Write a review if you haven't done so. Or just comment and just write us anything on the Send Spotify. some love into the universe. Yeah. Carrier pigeon, raven, something. Just be happy. Yeah. Just be happy. Yeah. All right, this is Bolo. And that's all. We'll see you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.